0: To that good good experience podcast, where related minds
1: talk about related topics,
0: and we all just happen to be related. Buckle up, this is going to be a good one.
1: We've got that good good
2: experience
0: podcast, and hello, 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 everybody once again for another round of the We've Got That Good Good Experience podcast, where related minds talk about related topics, and we all just so happen to be related. I'm Marcus Mose again, along for the ride, and I definitely could not do this without my cousin, co-host, Kimmy. What's good, good?
2: Marcus, darling. What's up, good, good family? Let's get it going today.
0: We're trying to keep the momentum going. We're going to take it all the way to the DMV. A man who needs no introduction. He might need some sleep, maybe, but no introduction. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Byron B. No Brown. What's good, good buddy? Hey,
1: what's up, Marcus? What's up, Kimmy? Let's get this party started right now.
0: Let's do it indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, guys, we've done two episodes as we celebrate hip-hop. This is the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, and there's just so much material to go over we decided to do another another round of it. This will make volume three of our tribute to hip-hop music, and before we get into that, we can't do this without our Good Good segment, so Byron take it away, buddy.
1: All right, Marcus I'll tell you what's good good on my end. Deep Sugar is what's good good. Orchard worldwide legendary house artist started a party 20 years ago and it's still going strong celebrating its 20th anniversary this year and it's a spectacular thing alternate lisa moody jonathan knox they were the founders of this magnificent after hours event that has just taken on a life of its own and i can't express enough gratitude to alternate for all that she's done for the scene as an artist it's herself in her own right but as a dj and for just providing a platform for other djs like myself and other artists to shine and be exposed so big shouts out to deep sugar celebrating its 20th anniversary after hours party in baltimore maryland that's what's good good on my end what's good good with you kimmy
2: i tell you what's good good LL Cool J and Rock the Bells assemble artists to celebrate the 50 years of hip-hop for the 2023 Rock the Bells Festival in August. And guess what? On September 19th, MTV actually aired it and aired it again today. I was just watching it. So definitely check out MTV, search and see when it will be coming on again. It will probably be sometime soon because it was hot. So, yes, Rock the Bells Festival is now on MTV. Check your local listings for our times. What's and up? what's good good on your end, Marcus?
0: Uh, what's good good on my end is the fact that I have a new record player and I'm a records collector now
3: wow, that's <laughs> <cute>. yes, yes.
0: <laughs>
1: Welcome to the family, fam.
0: Hey, man, it's, it's wonderful. I've got two so far. i got The Temptations, and I've got Nina Simone. Ooh. And, man, I tell you, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's a new venture, something new. Something to kind of keep me grounded, to try to get me more in tune to music and be more sharp for this particular podcast, to say the least. You know, our I, I love for music is always evident when we get together and have these discussions and i just kind of wanted to take things a little further and just kind of expand my horizons a little bit and do something that i think might be fun because that's collecting records and so you know hey guys if you got some records out there that you may know somebody hey send them my way check out our facebook page our instagram page we got a threads page you know send us some recommendations our way and i'll be more than happy to check them out and that's what's good on my end I can't think of nothing else but to do right now, guys, but to get it started as we celebrate 50 years of hip-hop, round three. You guys ready? Let's we do it. Rat. Let's go. Let's go. Where we starting first, Kim?
2: It's a hard not life with Jay-Z. Yeah. Want to hear it? Here it goes.
0: I don't know how to sleep. I got to eat. Stay on my toes. Got a lot of beef. So logically, I pray on my foes. Hustle's still inside of me. And as far as progress, you be hard-pressed find another rapper hot as me, I gave you prophecy on my first joint, and you all lamed out, didn't really appreciate it, till the second one came out, so I stretched the game out, extra your name out, put jigger on top, and drop albums non-stop it's for ya,
2: One of the songs Mm -hmm. that changed it all for him, Heart, Not Life, Ghetto Anthem was by our, one of our favorites, Jay-Z's third album, Volume 2, Heart Not Life, released on October 27th, 1998. It features a pitch-modified sample of Heart Not Life from the musical Annie. Of course, you should note it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the song was produced by the 45 Kings, and at the time of its release was the most commercially successful Jay-Z single. The RIAA certified it as gold single in march 1999 and it reached platinum status on july 15 2015 in addition it was nominated for the best rap solo performance at the 41st grammy awards in 1999 and the song peaked at number 15 on the billboard hot 100 what say you
1: yeah this song took jay-z through the stratosphere that third album took off and you know made him who he is now i think i mean we knew who he was however when this album came out i think it made him more accessible to the 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 pop audience you know people took notice and said, oh rap is using broadway and and (laughs) (laughs) embraced it so uh yeah that's a good choice and a good representation of his legacy
3: absolutely
0: Absolutely. This is a good song. It's definitely a game changer. It's one of those songs that you had in your, um, we had the portable CD players. You put that song on and you put it on repeat and you just listen to it over and over again and again. Was this My Lifetime Volume 2? This one Volume 2? Volume
1: 2? Yeah, Volume 2, yeah, two yeah. The third album. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic album to say the least. I think it's an album that slept on. The Black album is my favorite, but again, this particular jam right here is definitely, it it's definitely deserves to be recognized. It's definitely a game changer for Jay-Z and Jay-Z. If
2: nothing else a lot of people don't realize that he had albums before this Mm -hmm. so yes and his whole image changed after this and it preceded Rockefeller. rock aware i mean he Mm -hmm. is a industry he's a mogul now and this was the beginning he was always
1: i think he was already flossing that image a little bit you know because when he worked with another artist that we're going to talk about today (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> with her you know he kind of had like that you know that swag already going but this diamond mm-hmm. the, the rock the rock came into play so yep yeah what's next cam
2: next up foxy brown i'll be good with a pop, race yourself as I ride on top Close
0: your eyes as you ride, right out your socks Don't Yo, lose his mind as he grind in the tunnel uh, Wanna give
2: me the cash he made off his last uh, bundle uh, Nasty girl, won't pass me the world uh, I push to be, not the backseat girl Don't be pro, to see, no, she floats Know uh, the she wrote and keeps the heat close uh, uh, And we post to be the illest on three coasts Familiar, bigger than egos. Y'all, Danny DeVito, small plug And all I see is the penny eaters. that's all plug no shock in this year, raise a bigger uh, Fifteen percent make the whole world sit up and
3: take notice. Now no. I take over, y'all take the quotas. Bye bye. Uh, up get y'all, drop hits. Now tell me how nasty can you get? All the way from the hood to your neck of the woods is ripped. One thing for sure.
2: That's right, we drop hits. Tell me how nasty can you get? All the way from the hood to your neck of the woods is ripped. One thing for sure. I like yes. how that
1: worked. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you did there. I like what you did there. Everybody's so creative. Yeah.
2: Yes. <laughs> I'm laughing
1: at me. All right, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I needed that. Oh my gosh! "I'll Be" song recorded by American rapper Foxy Brown from her debut album "Ill Na, Na released in 1996, featured just mentioned rapper Jay Z. And it was released as a second single from that album on March 4th, 1997, by Violator and Def Jam Recordings. The song was actually written by Sean Carter, AKA Jay Z, Jean Claude Olivier, Samuel Barnes, Angela Wimbush, Renee Moore, of course, Renee and Angela, Bobby Watson, and Bruce Swedish, with the production of by Trackmasters. Of course, you know that unforgettable sample, Renee and Angela's I'll Be Good Mm -hmm. hence the plate on the words on the song title the song did fairly well peaked at number seven on the billboard hot 100 becoming both foxy and jay-z's highest charting single at that particular time on the hot rap singles chart it reached number two and also peaked with within the top 40 in other countries such as the netherlands new zealand and uk it was certified gold by the riaa which is the Recording Industry Association of America, two months after it was released and has sold over 500,000 copies, becoming one of the best-selling singles, uh, best-selling records of 1997 to date. And it remains Foxy's only solo top 40 single and her only single to earn a certification, believe it or not. Would you all consider this a solo, even with Jay-Z singing a hook?
2: Not really. Well, kind of. Because I thought he had I thought he had bars on it. I thought he
1: did. Yeah, they the second verse they they Yeah, uh, so it's off. not
2: really but my thing is how come we don't talk about her? I mean the hip hop industry doesn't really talk about her. Even in the ladies of hip hop documentary on Netflix, I'm not even sure they even mentioned her. And if they did, it was like in passing. And like now Lil Kim is on the cover of Ebony, or was it Essence one of them? And it's like they people have forgotten.
1: And she was Foxy. she came out before Little Kim, yeah, like right before. I mean, if, I think, yeah, earlier in that year she came out, and then a few months later, Little Kim was released, and they were hand in hand. But I wanted to represent Foxy because I think she's the one that ushered in that image that image change. Because before female MCs, yes, they some of them were feminine but they all brought it a certain kind of way, like similar to how the guys always brought it. And Foxy Brown came in and had a different type of swag about herself and her flow was on point. Now Mm -hmm. it was disappointing to hear that she wasn't writing her stuff, but I think the reason why people don't talk about her, I think because of the controversy surrounding her, you know, with the law issues. And then she lost her hearing at one particular point and couldn't, perform or a rap anymore, but I think that got corrected. I think Jay-Z was hand in hand of helping that happen, get you know, the proper surgery. I think I heard that somebody I can't remember. Somebody big was and Kim, you look kind of like you don't remember I'm hearing thinking, that?
2: I'm thinking I'm thinking because I'm like with the the thing with the her issues with law enforcement, shoot, uh-huh. little Kim was in prison. Yeah, they both went to prison. And Remy Ma and Brett. So <laughs> so i don't I don't know what what's different what's so different what what happened with boxy has she been blackballed
3: hmm?
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. well um she's there's been a lot of controversy around some of the comments that she's made in the past so maybe maybe I don't know
2: mm-hmm.
1: I
0: love what's her saying, though Marcus? i mean i, I, I loved
2: her. her. Yeah. i used to love her
0: I, I love it too. Uh, it was always kind of cr- crazy how it seemed like when it comes to female hip hop artists, they were like kind of like paired against each other in twos. If you think about it, Roxanne Shante and I forget the other girl's name when they first came out. But then you had Queen Latifah and MC Light. Then you had Foxy and Little Kim. And now you've got Cardi, Nicki Minaj. You know, it's just funny how they do female rappers. It's always they're like two at a time or whatever case might be. But Foxy was always. She was foxy, I mean, to say the least. I mean she oh, did everything about right really vibe.
2: The, the beef is between um, no Cardi B and Nikki. However, right now, who's hot is Cardi B and Meg the Stallion. No,
1: they, they happen to have a single. I'll, you know, <laughs> oh, we, we could talk all day about this, but I'll, I'll just go back to the whole Foxy and, and Lil' Kim thing. So Foxy has teamed up with Nicki Minaj and collaborated really? with her to net, net fuel that whole feud that she and Lil' Kim originally had um, as a result. Um, Lil' Kim doesn't even acknowledge Foxy Brown for whatever reason
2: would like to, to do a little research on what happened to Foxy Brown it needs to be a documentary I want to know
1: I think the labels are behind all of that I think the labels pit, they put these female rappers against each, each other I don't know where or how that came about because earlier on in hip-hop the ladies were together you know I, well, mm-hmm. exactly. Roxanne, ladies Roxanne Chante Roxanne Chante she was on her own little island but
2: but after a while, it was called uh, all about unity, U-N-I-T-Y. Yeah.
1: U-N-I-T-Y. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, even with the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, they barely mentioned her. It's weird.
1: Yeah, that is unfortunate. And there are a lot of rappers, MC Shan is one of them, that feels slighted by the whole process. And I guess at the end of the day, you have to just take stock on what you contributed to the scene and Mm -hmm. be satisfied with that because you have an audience you're seen you're seen by someone but you know with Foxy I'm just surprised I guess what what really disappoints me is the fact that Jay-Z did not pull her into his corner more um, because they were working with each other heavily before
2: Yes. Oh. And I believe she was replaced by the other female rapper in Rockefeller. What was mm-hmm. her name? The light skinned one? Hold she was on, on the Jigga What? Jigga
1: Yeah. It's the Emil, right? Is it Um? I Am- it let me look like it up. Emil. The- I think it's Emil, but let me look it up. And I liked her voice too, but I didn't think she no, was a. Uh... She
2: reminds me of um, Cardi.
1: Well, that's another thing. So. To well, be Cardi honest, reminds
2: me of her, honestly. Yeah,
1: well, just to be honest, when it comes to Cardi B, I still don't see her as that chick. To be, to I,
2: I don't see her as an as, MC. I don't see her as a lyricist. Like, that's a, another discussion that I really yeah. want to get into. But nowadays, the female rappers are all either ex-strippers or acting like they were ex-strippers. And... All they talk about is their poonanny, and, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and,
1: and they have to they, yeah, and keep it going, keep it flowing because there's a list. <laughs> I,
2: and and yeah. uh, I feel like Lil Kim kind of started that, but at least Lil Kim had bars. But now, it, it they really don't even have bars now. It's just the more they talk about their poonanny and stuff like that, that that makes a hit record. I don't I don't know.
1: And that's what it is, is that uh, the MCs from the era, I think after Foxy and that came, when you when you talk about that huge, big conglomerate image with the engine behind, that was Foxy and uh, Lil' Kim. They had an engine behind them. Huh? After that, the dope MCs weren't, female MCs weren't seen. They were either underground or just casted off, the ones with the like real, real true talent and stuff like that. But uh-huh. to your credit and what you just said, Little Cam and Foxy had flow and bars, and they. Uh-huh. I know for Little Cam, she wrote some of her stuff. I know Biggie had wrote some of her stuff, but uh-huh. Little Kim penned her, some of her stuff. I'm not really sure how much of Foxy's stuff she penned or co penned. I was su- I was surprised to find out that Jay Z was writing a lot of her her. her, yeah, her and lines. maybe
2: that was part of people's issue with Foxy Brown. i like, I'm but so, Cardi like, B's the
1: same way. She doesn't but, write her but stuff that's either. True.
2: So, I mean, mm, that's why I can't really know.
1: take her seriously because, you know, as big of an as she wants to put out there and, and have, she's not really writing all of her stuff. So um, I don't know. I, I always my 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 viewpoint of an MC is that they were like the authors of their own stuff. I was oh. years ago when I found out there were ghost writers and stuff. Now, I started finding out that back in the 90s. I was surprised because I was like, wow, I didn't think that would be such a thing because rapping to me, I think a of freestyle off the dome exactly. that type of thing, you know, right
2: off the dome yeah. and actually saying something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, but that's not to say that there aren't some dope MCs, female MCs out there, Remy Ma. Mm -hmm. I love her and all of our Sisters from back in the day So they are out there But they the ones that are in the Forefront who the record companies are Pushing are the the ones that Exactly
1: And and I've said this before I'll be glad when the thought movement is over because I know I'm
2: over it. I don't want my daughter thinking one
1: dimensional. Yeah,
2: exactly. I want my daughter thinking that that's what's hot. That's what you have to look like or be like, even though my daughter has a really good head on her shoulders, but come on. I don't (laughs) want her looking like a stripper.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And even more so now, you know, our women and black women who have the natural build and now you have these women who are just augmenting themselves to hmm. fit that. And it's like that takes away too. Cause if you know, as soon as I know that you change yourself, your value to me goes down a little bit if it's not a natural beauty. You know what I mean?
2: And I'm not even gonna like, talk about the cover of it, wasn't Ebony or Essence that little cameras on and it's just even more prominent how she has completely altered herself and doesn't even look like herself anymore but that's neither here or there
1: it's on ebony i think right With 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 the pink dress yes yeah speaking of female rappers which female rappers were on the rock the bells that you can recall
2: so the only ones i saw i came in late so only people i saw was run dmc Meth and Redman, they were great. And LL, so it was towards the end. Oh. So um definitely check out let, and let me, see if yeah, they're um... gonna play next week. I have a feeling that they will. I was looked all the way through to Tuesday, I didn't see it. And also was ridiculousness. This is a great thing they need to start doing. Just start playing something other than <laughs> or something with music. Goodness.
1: Okay, I just I just pulled up the lineup for the festival. Queen Latifah, uh-huh. Ludacris, De La Soul, Method Man and Red Man, as you mentioned, Swiss Beats with special guests, Salt and Pepper, Big Daddy Kane, Rakim, Slick Rick, Fabulous, Boot Camp Click, MC Light, Yo-Yo, MC Shaw Rock,
3: uh-huh. uh,
1: Roxanne Shantae, Moni Love, Cold Crush Brothers. Cold Crush Brothers, I'm sorry. Cold Crush Brothers. So, I'm curious... What Roxanne Chante's interaction was with all of them?
2: I think that was thirty years ago. I think it's all water under the bridge. I really do.
1: I hope so. I would hope. So. I would like to hope so too. But you know, I mean,
0: you know, people go back and bring up old stuff to try to make it relevant again. True. Yeah. True. That, that's something that that's a thing of of nowadays. You know, things so there's like no fresh ideas anymore. The, the creativity of people nowadays are like I would say almost non-existent. But they're like almost non-existent so Mm. it seems like it's a lot easier to pick up on ideas that happened like several years many years ago and try to make them fresh again that's just my take on it
1: yeah you mentioned about foxy brown disappearing so the trend unfortunately now i wanted to mention this is with this generation that's coming of age that's the young adult generation what from my observation what i've seen they're quick to erase people erase stuff cancel people feel as if what came before them is irrelevant you know you, you get a lot of that happening and I think that might be part of the fuel too but then again with the whole recognition of hip hop the veterans are there so that brings into question why as well
0: mm-hmm. which yeah. is the which is the whole part of why we have this podcast because we're not canceling anybody if you're <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I mean the music <laughs> not lie the numbers don't lie the information don't lie if we heard it then it happened. and so we want to give we're going to always give uh props where props are due
2: mm-hmm. absolutely
0: yeah what's next kim
2: let's talk about our boy dmx get at me dog let's
3: make it happen we ain't gon' get it with them. We'll take it, cap. Dussin' off, dussin' off. Get soft. Get money with the biggest mouth. So let's talk. I get up I get never made a sound. We too through. I'm harder. You get me? Bust down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, we wanna be killers. Get at me, dog. Yes, we wanna kill us. Get at me, dog. Yes, we want for free. Get at me, dog.
1: Yeah. Uh.
0: So yeah that was DMX with Get At Me Dog. It was one of his first singles released by DMX from his album It's Dark and Hell is Hot. The song peaked at number 39 on the Billboard Hot 100 making it DMX's third highest peak on the chart Behind Party Up, y'all gonna make me lose my mind and the mm. Rough app mm-hmm. anthem mm-hmm. again. This song right here, DMX. Man, I tell you what, man, I, I, I miss him. Mm. I, I, miss him yeah. so, I miss him so bad. I I, I really, really, really do. Hip hop is really feeling the loss of DMX. I feel like it. I mean, just because not just because of Hubby's. That voice that he carried, but he was just such a light to so many people. And he just has such a great contribution to the hip hop culture. Just like it was almost kinda like he had like a remember Chi pain uh when he mm-hmm. got on the track, you know, it automatically made the track hot sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like that <laughs> that same guy, you know, whenever you mm-hmm. heard DMX, you like, Oh man, here we go. Especially exactly. when- and you That's always
1: knew who he was you know immediately
0: exactly. exactly not not necessarily just because he would always growl right before he, he came on the mic you know but still though he was just a just a magnificent wonderful soul that we were blessed to have for 50 years on this earth and he's definitely missed but how be that as it may, this was one of his first singles to to hit the charts, and definitely had to pay homage to it.
1: Most definitely,
2: absolutely, absolutely.
1: This was my favorite song, actually, from that album. I mean, he had a lot of bangers, but for some reason, this one, this one, first caught my attention out of all of the other singles when I first heard the album. So great choice, Marcus.
2: Yeah, What You Really Want was really one of my favorite. I remember that video, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just, like, next level. Didn't that video remind you of Lenny Williams' video, though?
1: Which Lenny Williams' video? Lenny Williams?
2: Not Lenny Williams. Lenny Kravitz. My so- I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz, Are You Gonna Go My Way? It was very really? similar. No, it was just, like, the, the background and everything. I don't know why. It just it just came to mind. But, Back to DMX, he was a force, and even though, like, all people had his demons, he always seemed to come through. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't even seem real that he's not on this earth anymore. It's, it's interesting. He
1: showed everyone that he was human, and he was not mm-hmm. one to and elevate okay. himself. Yeah, he was not one that elevated himself above everyone. You didn't see, You never saw him flashy. Mm-hmm. I, at least I never saw him flashy. No, He's he, always himself. Yeah. I think
0: had it not been, pro- I, I really think had it not been for his demons, I think the demons is what kept him humble. But if it not been for his demons, he could have been very well been probably one of the greatest rappers of all time. Mm-hmm. I still still consider him in the list as one of them. But I think that because of some of the things that he had going on, he wasn't able to be as consistent as he would have liked to have been as far as putting out material and whatnot but uh however you know the material that he does have is a last is a long-lasting mantra of just great music
1: yeah at if least. i could absolutely. if i could create a list of genuine rappers i think he would be at the top of that definitely
2: yeah.
1: absolutely what's next cam
2: next up some outcasts Atlians.
0: Now my oral illustration be like cultural stimulation to the female gender Ain't nothing better, let me know when it's wet enough to enter. If not, I wait because the future of the world depends on If or if not the child we raised, gon' have that again <laughs> syndrome. I it know to beat the arts regardless of its skin tone. I will it feel that if you tune it, tuned it just might get picked on. I will it give a fuck about what others say and get gone The alienators cause we different, keep your hand to the sky like sounds of blackness when I practice what I preach and don't lie. I be the baker and the maker of the beast of my pie. Now break a breaker, breaker ten can I get some reply? Now everybody Hold your hands in the air and wave 'em like you just don't care. And if you like fishing and grits and out the pimpish, everybody let me hear you say, "Oh yeah!" Now throw your hands in the air and wave 'em like you just don't care. And if you like fishing and grits and out the pimpish, everybody let me hear you say, "Oh yeah!" Girl. Oh yeah, Oh yeah, <laughs> The South has something to say on this one, guys. That was Outcast with AT Aliens from their also titled album AT Aliens. Uh, again, that was Big Boy Andre Three Stacks. This one was pretty much, I think, it was the first single from the track the AT Aliens album peaked at number thirty-five on the Billboard Hot One Hundred. This is released on August twentieth, nineteen ninety-six. It is listed as one of the greatest outcasts, 20 greatest outcast songs of all time, and again, the the beat, the hook, the dungeon family guys, and the with the music and stuff like that. This song was a, truly a banger. I know, especially here in, in my neck of the woods, you know, everybody was bumping this jam. You know, especially if you had some speakers, you some bass <laughs> in your car, all oh, mm-hmm. man we're blasting this one right here. What you guys think?
2: Definitely banger. What comes to mind is I cannot remember the name of the song, but the one that goes me and you.
1: Elevators. Thank Elevator. you.
2: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I remember that when I was in college. Anger. Man,
3: yeah. man
2: that's when Outkast just changed the game. They the did. South will rise. They have it. His-
1: <laughs> yeah, ah. I can say Outkast, well, Atlanta ATL artists in general all rose to the occasion when it came to their sophomore albums. If you mm-hmm. look at it, everybody came with it, some kind of form of fashion. Even Pebbles came with it, you know, when she <laughs> had a song. So they were no exception. And ATLN was one that really put Outcast just out there. I think this was their probably, no, this, this wouldn't be considered their thriller. Their thriller was the uh, Speaker Box
2: and Love, and Below. Love Below. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was their
1: thriller. But, Definitely. but Definitely. this one had them. Definitely propelling towards that for sure.
2: Now, do you feel that with Outcast, Outcast me, New York rappers actually say, "Okay, they're legit now. We respect and and see you, Southern rappers." Do you think that that was the the change?
1: I could see that because the the, the beauty with Outcast they flowed just as well as any New York rapper, but they had a Southern twist draw. to it. Mm-hmm. a Drawl. Tw- so you could put them in New York and they would function fine. And, you know, I guess... I wouldn't say... I, I don't like to use the word, comprom- not compromise, but conform to it. But, I mean, they could hold their own, I think, in any arena.
2: I think even though... It did kind of they did kind of change the game when they actually won the Source Award over New York rappers. New mm-hmm. York New York rappers did not like that. They didn't like it one bit, but you had to give them their props.
1: But that started the trend because then that you know, New York, yes, the birthplace of hip hop and all of that good stuff. But you know, you can be replaced if you start uh, slipping. If someone else uh, comes up behind and and that will feed into another discussion we have both featuring and concerning another act on this list but yeah someone can come and do it better than you i'll just say that
2: all right marcus what's next Kim? <laughs> 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 really marcus nothing else
1: uh, i mean I, 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 I we were
0: talking about talking about Outcasts, right mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I mean, what else more can you say about those guys? I mean, they were, they are a quintessential duo of hip hop. Talked about how their flow was just as good as some of the New York rappers. I think, in some cases, depending on who you talk about, I mean, they were better, especially with um Andre 3000. Um, three Andre thousand. is a beast.
3: <laughs> 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 three, three but Andre,
1: is, thousand. A beast. Yeah.
3: Andre yeah.
0: is a beast. Andre is a beast. So that's, that's my take on it. I mean, speaking of Andre
1: speaking of andre marcus and kim did you all hear him say he's not inspired to rap right now
2: yes i did and i oh, i get yeah. it i get it however check out killer mike's new one engineers and scientists andre 3000 is on there and it is like oh my god like yes. blow your brains out of your head it was like yeah. that's fire
0: it's yeah. fire he's deadly in that, in that. And that a song, to say the least, the production of that is, is real space-age as well. I love you it. Know? Yeah, so I, it's great, great, great single. What's next, Kim? All
2: right, one of my favorites, most deaf, Miss Matt Booty.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Gents and tree trunks, rocking her pee from cocking her knees up. Champion, lover, not ease up.
3: Three months, she call, I feel I'm running a fever. Six months, I'm telling her I desperately need her. Nine months, two white sisters are sure they not around. I need more than to knock it down, I'm really trying to
0: lock it down. Midnight, we hook up and go at it. Burn a slogan, let her know, sweetheart, I got to have it. She's telling me commitment is something she can't manage. Wake up the next morning, she grown like it
3: was magic. Oh, damn it. This on Harrison
0: full frantic My number wasn't there. About my plot, tourist, and chanter next. Who hit me up? I saw Sheree at the kitty club with some banging ass station playing, lay it down, and lick me up.
3: What else? I, I was like, what? Oh man, I was so
1: sick. I was so sick. though. I, mean, I had no idea, man. That just called me like mm.
2: that. Is my joint. All right, Miss Bat Booty is by. One of my favorite rappers, Most Def, it was released on August 2nd, 1999 through Rockers Records as the lead single from the musician's debut solo studio album, Black on Both Sides. Production was handled by Ayatollah, who used multiple samples of Aretha Franklin's 1965 single, One Step Ahead. Did you realize that was Aretha?
1: Mm-hmm. We've talked about this one before.
2: Believe me, might have. The, the song samples, yeah. Mm-hmm. The song peaked at number 84 on the Dutch single top 100s and 85 on the UK singles charts. And later in 2010, it was placed as number 144 on Pitchfork's The Top 200 Tracks in of the 1990s and also... Appeared on MTV's Classic 90s Nation and Yo Hip Hop Mix. The song sequel Miss Fat Booty 2 featured Ghostface Killer and was featured in the 2000 compilation album Lyricist Lounge 2. Mm-hmm. What say you?
1: Yazeen Bay is a force to be reckoned with. We need more he, of mm, Yazeen, the most deaf, or mm-hmm. whatever name he decides to adopt. Whatever. We need more from him, I love and it. it's so funny, Kim. You included him. I was gonna include Black Star. I should have just thrown a Black Star song. Yeah. I know,
2: but um, the thing is, when you, I was feeling like when we put in like a group or a compilation, like say for instance, I did Wu Tang. It's hard to have a part where you have everybody on there Mm -hmm. and i I definitely wanted to give most def his props because he is a real mc lyricist one of my favorite movies brown sugar kind of featured him as as the lyricist that he is and uh he needs to get his flowers because he is off the charts yeah yes indeed
0: Absolutely. Uh, most of you can't go wrong. This is, again, I'm like you, Kim. This is one of my favorite songs by him. He's had several over the years, but most of, like I said, well, we, yasin Bay, whatever, you know, you decide to identify with him with. Is, to is one <laughs> of the most underrated hip hop lyricists of all time. One of them anyway, his silky smooth flow to me. And then mm-hmm. the way he puts words together and it kind of like a native tongue almost.
2: Mm-hmm. You got mm-hmm. that vibe from him. He would mm-hmm. definitely be in that yeah.
0: clique, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, uh, the tongue, you know, type of thing, deal. It, to me, is just underrated. And I just think the only reason why he didn't have his more success, people just really didn't can understand exactly his his vibe or whatever you may call it or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be. But I understood it. You guys understand it. And I, I think that's, and I know that's why, you know, Kim's got ammonia because he's, He's not like everybody else. It's not like your
1: average rapper. He's That's right. Right. Oh. You, uh, have you guys heard Umi says?
2: Uh, we had yeah. a discussion about yeah, it. There we are. Got-
1: all- <laughs> <laughs> okay? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Umi says I think might be my oh favorite, my favorite record of his because oh it my goodness. takes it a different level, but this is definitely one on my top five from most deaf. Right. Sure. Definitely,
2: definitely. <laughs> all right. Next up is third. Base pop goes the weasel.
3: Hip hop got turned into hip hop. The second record
0: was <laughs> number one on the pop chart, but don't get on the heart. The got to start in the ghetto. <laughs> Let no one forget
1: about the hard part. Now in '91 we got a new brand, a new band, looking like the same old clan, same old thieves that ski. So we gotta make sure that real rappers got to endure. Why well, score more points in one period? Appearing in complex structure like a pyramid.
0: The paper for the media presence. You learn lessons from the face of false legend. Stop vexing on his toes. You ain't originate the thin ice. Is skate upon a break and set you straight. Ate up on the plate. That who's diesel? Not the weasel. Not the weasel. Pop goes the weasel. Pop, pop goes the weasel. The weasel. Pop pop goes the weasel. The weasel. Pop pop goes the weasel. The weasel. Pop, pop goes the weasel. The weasel. So That was third base with Pop Goes the Weasel from their album, Derelicts of Dialect, released in 1990. The song instantly became a hit, and it went gold. The song also helped the album reach gold status a month later. The song features funk samples from the J.B.s and Stevie Wonder, as well as rock samples of The Who's Eminence Front. And the foundation sample was from Peter Gabriel's number one hit, Sledgehammer. The music video featured Henry Rollins as Vanilla Ice, and also the song was listed as number 70, on VH1's 100 Greatest Songs of Hip Hop, and before we get into discussion, here's the Gas Face for you guys. All right, <laughs> okay.
1: You know, had you chosen Gas Face, that I, I could see that too. As yeah, uh, as, I know. But, yeah, that yeah. Go ahead, Kim.
2: But this is my thing. When Eminem came out and everything, and they were talking about, oh, he's the best that's came out ever since um vanilla ice and i was like wait a minute what happened with third base y'all don't y'all not gonna even recognize that they were actually a not i don't think they were a, a pop hit but the black community knew about them so and yeah. um bc boys but yeah. Um, interesting
1: yeah it's it's, it's kind of interesting i definitely appreciate their contribution to hip-hop and you know and music and stuff like that. But what I have an issue with is when a certain demographic does something well that we created or whatever, they then get comfortable and want to call out people who are genuinely doing stuff. And that's the issue that I have with this song because their imagery of what they were doing, they were calling out people like MC Hammer or whatever. I know the song is about hip-hop going pop and having the issue of hip-hop being... Popular, but they made it popular because of their skin tone, skin color. Yeah. And that's what actually helped propel it to being as successful. Because, quite frankly, I think it was, if it was any other demographic or whatever, probably would not have gotten that type of attention, just to be honest. And I just have an issue with people immediately trying to, it's like they get immediately get comfortable. I think it's a level of comfort to feel like their viewpoint everyone's viewpoint is valid but you gotta kind of put some respect on the movement itself and kind of chill out on certain stances because i take it personal when you're calling out other artists that i feel are entertaining and are are credible and just like you are i mean what's what's his face uh is it search no what's
2: what's i can't tell
1: (laughs) my point right there too so <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is my thing though yeah but was it third base just saying what the hip-hop community was thinking anyway so mm-hmm.
1: that time frame i think everybody had an issue of going pop going r&b that always had like the that was like that stigma of selling out or whatever but now that's all that's the only thing people want to do is like you know sell out in hmm. a So imagine how they crazy. they actually
2: go into hip hop hmm. just waiting. When can I sell out? When can I?
1: <laughs> yeah, What they expect no. They're expecting to do it. They assume they're that expecting, that's gonna, that <laughs> yep, expecting that offer. Yeah, expecting that offer. Members of third base. Yeah, MC Search Pete Nice. Oh, okay, um, no, I'm sorry, MC Search. That was the rapper, right? Yeah.
0: Yes. Glasses, yeah,
1: okay. A prime minister Pete Nice was the other guy, and DJ Richie Rich. Okay, got it, got it. MC Search to me was how can I say this and not be over controversial? As much as he was trying to call out MC Hammer, I think he was really doing the same thing, you know, with his imagery and you know just how he was carrying himself and stuff like that, rather than just being maybe that was himself, but I just think that he went way over the top with the box. You know adopting our style you know that type of thing that's okay
0: i i get what you're saying byron he kind of like just kind of took what we had going on and tried to use it for himself to try to call out other artists and you feel like he did not had not earned the right to do so thank you, you know. for
1: eloquently stating that yes that's exactly yes. what i'm saying yes <laughs> yeah
0: you feel like you didn't have the right to do so, which is understandably so. Let me let me pose this question to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If Eminem were to call out, let's say, a Jay-Z, what did you he just?
1: I have issues with Eminem too because he started trying to call out people, uh, like a lot of the Black artists and people as well. And I'm like, you haven't really earned that state. Yeah, you were, you're popular and you got some flow, but you haven't really earned that stance to do that. And then my, in my viewpoint. So I look at him the same way too. Now yeah. I've always been feel, vocal about that. Do you
0: feel the same way now in 2023 that he did. I mean, looking over his career now, think about what you're saying. No,
1: look over his- no, no, I'm not taking away from his talent. Like I'm, like I'm saying, but I think early on is Steve. He, he immediately started doing that as well. And that's when I had issues with him. And that's why he didn't really register to me, regardless of what talent he may have. I just put him in that same category. And, uh, you know, he's, he had, he's had success and all of that good stuff. But I just have him in that category. I'm like, okay, you, you rap very well and you do your thing. But mm.
2: So, one last question. Mm-hmm. What does a non-melanated rapper have to do to get that type of um, right to say anything about hip hop?
0: Not say anything at all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, so
1: that's not what i'm saying i'm not saying that they can't express their opinion i just think that when they when they rise to that level of success and they have that huge platform it's just interesting to see how they choose to use it and some of them like you know the whole eminem calling out michael jackson uh you know
2: you know just what just, michael just, jackson did <laughs> yeah
1: just just making fun of people in general you know i'm, I'm like really um mm. I'm not there for that type of stuff. So uh, you know, yeah, you're you're part of the the same genre, you're you're doing a thing, but they are contributing too and they have the talent, you know. You know, they may not flow like you, but they may do something much better than you, you know, that type of thing. So I don't know. That's my stance on that. All
0: right. All right. Move forward. What's next, Kim?
2: Next up is juvenile.
3: You can't do nothing but love, French, huh?
2: You won't know we gon' do niggas, huh? You
3: ball my tape with your check, huh? You wearin' the fence, huh? You tryin' to protect your chest, huh? You spend 70 on your beans, huh? That ain't your, that's for your friends, huh? You won't stop these bitches, playin' with you, huh? You won't run a block, huh? You won't be the only in the box, huh? You drink your gun, cock, huh? You count the money at the end of the night, huh? You wanna give that flight, huh? You full of that diesel, huh? You duckin' them people, huh? On the news last night, uh. You don't want to ride little dudes
0: out they their shoes last
1: night, huh? You don't go on the project when it's dark, huh? You came here, dog, and you ain't got no heart, huh? You came in the knowing you on New Year's Eve, huh? You got stuck in that bitch and you couldn't leave, huh? It was hard for you to breathe, huh? You a paper chaser, you got your block on by you, remain in the chief. Until the moment you expire, you know what it is To make nothing out of something, you'll handle your business. And you don't be crying if you you a paper chaser. You got your block on by you, remain in the chief.
0: I really picked
2: this. I (laughs) juvenile (laughs) stuff. This is why (laughs) you picked. Yeah, I was. I was looking at
1: your expression. I thought you were just thinking about all the stuff you have to do today. Uh, I was like, why is that that
3: too? And I'm I'm
1: thinking, this is not like I picked (laughs) this.
0: But the the, <laughs> the, hey, the, the bottles already re- rolling, so here we go. Uh, yeah. "Ha" is a 1998 single by rapper Juvenile from the third album "4 Degrees." It was produced by Manny Fresh. This song, along with Juvenile's song "Back That A Up" and B.G.'s "Bling Bling," was responsible for taking Cash Money Records from a small local label in New York, New Orleans, to the to the top of pop mainstream. The song is notably n- notable for its unique style of rapping, with every line except the chorus
1: ending with "Ha." Huh, Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Actually, you know what? That was uh, that was that was creative. Uh, it that, was That, interesting. that, that was creative because then when he the hook, he flowed on that hook. I like I like that flow part of yeah, it. He liked the but, hook.
2: Yeah. Just put it <laughs>
1: so. Let's get better like, right. It's, it's, I was I like, different. It was it was different. Too. It was different. You know. <laughs> It's it, but oh. it's it's a credible contribution. It was different, you know.
2: Yeah, but but that goes back to what we said earlier. I was watching the evolution of hip hop, and we have to give them their props.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: When "Back That Thing Up" comes on, everybody and their mama is on the dance floor. So you've got to give him his props. Was this one of the song said got us on the dance floor? Hell no, (laughs) not me, but but I will give Juvenile their props. (laughs) So
1: I'm surprised that he wasn't as bigger, didn't become bigger than what he did because he was like the forefront artist from the Cash Money crew. There was,
0: there was was some differences between him and Baby. I think they've since come to a resolution, but I think the reason why he didn't was because you know there was some some issues between the two. I think Juvenile might have thought that he was the face of the, of the company, but he wasn't being paid, like being the face of the company. Mm. That's mm. what I'm saying. So I, I think that's what kind of, kind of made his career kind of take a, take a, a little side.
1: Yeah.
0: I think he that's... actually left for a little while.
1: I'm sorry. you uh, said Say that again, Marcus
0: actually left our uh, cash money for, for a little while and went independent. Maybe if I'm not mistaken.
1: And we didn't see him. Hmm. No, we didn't hear him or see him. I mean, I I haven't at least it was not on my radar. Yeah, he did have an album that I think he put out independently, but I
0: I think it sold very, very, very little. Mm -hmm.
1: But uh,
2: but shout out to him, his mm -hmm. tiny desk video actually went viral, and it
0: was 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 fire. It was fire.
1: Yeah, I like, I appreciated his artistry, I I really did because it, it was a refreshing. Flow. It was different, but he presented himself like an MC. Yeah. What's next, Kim?
2: Next up is Mystical. Shake it fast. <laughs> Shake it fast. But watch yourself.
3: Shake it fast. Show me you- I like my mama fire like I am. Yeah.
0: Chocolate and bullets. running up behind, go ahead, do your job. Pop the like lock. Let
1: for real girl, don't lie, you know that you wanna go back to my house. The man right here won't get under that dress right there. You spicy Cajun, we're gonna pass a good time, yes, yeah shit. Gotta put th- your head on them now,
0: You gotta been all the way over the dance all this. Now your business, but I know you do it way better. You are dead wrong. So if you don't buy and they make no you can pass by, girl, get your fire self on the floor. This your song. Do your thing, don't be scared. Cause you don't get
3: served. You get mine that you don't get jerked. Look. Raise it up to show you these things. Hustle, Hustle! Attention, all y'all and pimps right now in the place to be Shake it fast! I thought I told y'all dudes before y'all dudes can't mess with me Now this ain't fun, no small booties, no sir, cause that won't pay Show me what you're worth if you feel you got the biggest one, then mama come
0: shake it fast All right, I was Mystical with Shake It Fast, which is the clean version of this song from Mystical's album. Let's get ready. What's the problem, Kim?
1: I was laughing at Kim the entire time. Your face speaks uh, a thousand words. My face, Kim's. Oh,
2: I'm sorry.
1: Kim's expression. Hey, <laughs> go to get it out your sister.
0: Get it out your system. Go ahead, it up. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. That <laughs> just got me cracking up today. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. Go, go. Sure. Great. Okay. Okay. Well, all right. Now, like I was saying, that was Shake It Fast. This is the clean version from Mystical's album, Let's Get Ready. It also features vocals from Pharrell. They also got their stamp on the on the production part of it as well. It was a huge success for Mystical, peaking at number 13 on the hot Billboard 100, number 3 on the hot R&B hip-hop songs, and number 7 on the hot rap singles. Both the songs and music video directed by Little X received heavy radio airplay and has possibly become Mystical's most well-known song and was followed up by another top 20 hit, Danger, Been So Long. Um,
3: Been so long. Yeah, yeah, with Nick. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't know if y'all knew or not, but I was checking for Mystical way before uh, this track ever came out. I remember Mystical's underground stuff before he signed with No Limit, which is a wonderful story in itself. If you uh, watch the Evolution of Hip Hop, um, Master P went to his label and said, you know, how much does he owe? And they just pretty much wrote out a check for how much mystical owed, and they said, well, "Okay, and he's coming with us." You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was a pretty interesting story. But mystical man, he his flow is like none no. other. You know, you think about fast rappers, the likes of Twister.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: mystical is, is 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 right there with him. And he's just he was just that guy. You know, we talked about earlier T Pain when he's featured on a song, it, it kind of makes the song. If you had mystical on the song, it kind of boosted your song as well. What, what do you guys think?
2: Yeah, Mystical was part of my college days man. you heard that Shake It Fast. That was another one of the songs that got you on the floor. So, but yeah, we used to roll with Mystical. He was all right. You, laugh, until, he you laugh. until he wasn't. Until he wasn't
1: yeah and i I think that's why you're expressing because the part that was chosen kind of of was the theme of why he you know went away for a minute but that being said with with mystical i well first and foremost i think mystical was instrumental on putting the neptunes on the map as well getting them between mystical jay-z and nelly i think they were they had had some good hands in the success of putting the Neptune yeah,
0: hot here by Nelly, right?
1: Yeah. By, they they did yeah. like two or three songs for Nelly and several for Mystical. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know what he what they did for for Jay-Z. And that's allowed them to up their price.
2: You know what? <laughs> you know? That,
1: the production price.
2: That could be a whole episode of ours. It's like every artist that had that Pharrell Or the Neptunes had their hands in. That's Mm -hmm. a whole other episode. And it will be a banging episode, too.
1: And you will be surprised. (laughs) Exactly. You'll definitely be surprised. surprised.
2: You'll be surprised. And then another one for Timbaland. Okay, go ahead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But Nevertheless, you know, Mystical, you know, he's definitely made his mark on the hip-hop scene as well. You know, went on to have much success at uh, No Limit Records with Master P. And uh, speaking of which, what's next, Kim?
2: Master P make it say Ugh. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh I'm trying to with these hustlers, trying to get rid of you haters and
0: you bust Steppin' on toe, breaking this no in the project bigger
3: than the day, go breaking fools up As i am a to
0: Master, na, 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 na. Master P, I tell you what, even though he had like three or four records already out by the time this one, Ghetto D, came out, he spread a fire through hip-hop that could probably never be compared to ever again. And let me let me go to the tidbits of this one real quick. Makeup Say is the second single from Master P's 1997 studio album, Ghetto D, produced by KLC, the album's released in 1997. But the single was not released till January 98th through Priority and No Limit Records. The song featured Fiend, Silk the Shocker, Mia X, Mystical. It reached number 16 on the Billboard Hot 100, making it masterpiece, highest-charted single at the time. And it would later tie I Got the Hookup. It was certified platinum by the RIAA. And like I was saying, Master P did something that has yet to be touched by many, by any hip hop mogul at the time, you know, being able right. to put out an album every other week, being able to line up some of the the talent that he had and the success they had, putting out over millions of records, which tried to try to be imitated, but could never be duplicated. What Master Pete was able to do at No Limit Records, starting the likes of a mystical Snoop Dogg and many others, you know, just having that run over the years, as the top dogs in the South, what do you guys think?
1: He created like, like, a mold. I'm, go ahead. He created a mold for himself as an mm-hmm. independent artist and independent label label owner, producer. Um, it's admirable. Master P was coming up when I was in college at Southern University in Baton Rouge. That whole bounce rap thing was that built up while I was there, and so it was amazing just to see him grow during that time frame to, you know, where he, what he became amazing. I mean, that type of drive and just grind that grind mentality. That's incomparable.
2: Absolutely. And like you said, a lot of people, when they start out in the music industry, they get bombarded with these offers that don't really suit them. It suits the the record company, but you're going to get pennies on the dollar for your work. So Maspy didn't. He he'd heard about it. He he knew that going to a record label was not going to serve him. So he started his own. He did it himself, and that's something that we need to try to emulate. Don't try to have these organizations pay you. What they think you're worth, pay yourself.
0: Hmm. Right. And that he was one of the first and only ones to have the eighty five fifteen publishing deal, if I'm not mistaken. And that's how he was able to build this empire that will become no limit. And they're still they're not putting out the music like they was, but they still are relevant to this day. To he least. still
2: has businesses that mm-hmm. he he yeah. has that came from that record label. And from what I understand, that it all started from Money that he got from his granddaddy, right?
1: I think so. I, I think I, I think that is the case. I think I recall ah. hearing that mm-hmm. um, insurance policy yeah. grand passed away.
0: Insurance policy came like ten thousand dollars. That's what yep. happened. Yeah, we started selling uh, records out of his trunk, and
2: mm-hmm. it went from there. Absolutely. All right. All right. You ready to proceed?
1: All right, Kimmy. What's next?
2: Next up is the roots. Proceed. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up early in the morning, I'm mean early after early. Break a lyrical him off this stem like light I
0: fly and when I die, you put this shit up on my shoe. That's bringing represented on the 28th of June. I'm representing Philly on the 28th of June. I can make you feel that I'm a surreal car. Soon with my pistol in the face of hip hop. Sticking for bass because I'm on a paper chase. I'm on a paper chase, my timber limbs are fully laced. I be the Mr. Booty Man. We're records from 125th to Japan. I laid and play like Donnie Hathaway and Jake. Shake a hand, shake a hand Your lady tried to kick you, but I couldn't play my man My against my against and she didn't understand I shake your hand and it shouldn't hit the fan Just think, just think what? What if you could just, just blink what? Blink yourself away as a pro Proceed and continue to rock the mic
3: Proceed and continue Yes, yes, yes. Proceed
2: was released on the Roots Album Do You Want More in 1995 was in track number two, and that was January 17, 1995 on DGC Records, the band's major label debut, and it was released two years after their independent debut album Organix, which was in 1993. In 1998, the album was selected as one of The Source's 100 Best Rap Albums, and on November 2nd, 2015, 20 years after its release, the album was certified gold by the Recording Industry Association of America, (RIAA). Now, the song Proceed by The Roots speaks Mm -hmm. about the journey of Black Thought and Malik B. as MCs and their determination to continue. Continue to rock the mic. Overall, the song is a celebration of hip-hop and the artists who are committed to making great music. And that's what we're trying to do here.
1: <laughs> yes, indeed. And I'm so surprised, as, as big as this album to me or to us mm-hmm. it was at that time, because it was everywhere. I mean, it just stayed prevalent on hip-hop charts or whatever. I'm surprised that it just was certified gold after 20 years. That That is... Crazy,
2: but that goes back to artistry. Real MCs that should be getting their props and don't because of whatever reason. Like that's why I was so happy when they ended up. The whole band, including Black Thought, ended
1: mm-hmm.
2: up on Jimmy Fallon's show as the the regular the, the late band. show those,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: As exactly, at least they they it, somebody saw that. The Roots are are a force to be reckoned with. I mean, their whole collection, Black Thought is another one of those MCs. When we were talking about Mostep, step Black Thought is another one of them MCs that does not get his due. He is magnificent. He's uh, just, yeah,
1: he's top tier. Mm, he's definitely, definitely top tier. You know, I saw The Roots for the first time in concert in 1999, and that's when I realized they were not a rap group. They were a band.
2: They, they're 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 yeah, a they're, they're a band with a, with a rapper with a yeah. great MC,
1: great attached. MC, and just just this huge conglomerate talent. Mm-hmm. Because that they're show just, went on, yeah, they went so many down, so many different rabbit holes. That show, I went would on. love to see. It a was so Roots so much concert. Oh God, it was so
2: good. <laughs> I would love to see a Roots concert. Love them. So, All right, what next else? up. Next up is Diggable Planets, Rebirth of Slick. Woo, yeah. We get you free because the clips be back for us. Them thug the jams and commenced to going
3: off. She sweats the beats and ask me because she puppet. Me, I got crew, kids seven and a
0: crescent. Us cause a buzz when a nickel bed's a dope. Him, that's my man with the asteroid belt. Fizz from the Mr. Doodle Pig He rocks teeth from the crook 9 non-pigs The rebirth of Slick like my gangster stroll The lyrics just like Luke come in stats and rolls You used to find a bug in a box with Babe Now he boogies up your stage, plats twists the braids And I'm
2: peace like that, I'm peace like that I'm peace like that, I'm peace like that I'm peace like that, I'm peace like that like that, I'm peace like that, out. And I groove
0: like that, I'm smooth like that. I jive like that, I roll like that.
2: Yeah, I'm thick like that, I stack like that. I'm down like that, I'm black like that. Yo, I funk like that, I'm fat like that. I'm in like that, cause I swing like that. We jazz like
1: that, we freak like that, we zoom like that. We out, we out. mm,
3: mm,
1: mm.
2: Love it, love it, love it.
1: To go back to that era. I know. That feeling. I want to get that feeling back. I don't have that feeling
2: anymore, <laughs> that right now.
1: But that, when that song was out, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It,
2: it's a vibe. It's yeah. a vibe. Them and Native Tongue and and a lot mm. of the artists that we used to love, mm-hmm. we, we need that vibe. We mm-hmm. need that vibe. I mean. And, and we yeah. got to
1: keep doing shows like this to keep it alive. For exactly.
2: Sure. And we will. As long as there's,
1: breath in my body yes indeedy so the rebirth of slick cool like that is a song by american hip-hop trio dig up a planet's released as the first single from their debut album reaching a a refutation of time and space in november of 1992 the black and white music video which is just Mm -hmm. classic classic was directed by morgan Lowley, by the way and it contains the song contains a sample from stretching by art Blakely and the jazz messengers Rebirth of slick peaked at number 15 on the u.s billboard hot 100 during the week of march 6 of 1993 becoming the group's only top 40 single during that time the song also topped the hot rap singles chart and it was certified gold um on march of uh march 16th of 1993 so this song that's just shot through the roof almost immediately and it also won a grammy award they won a grammy for best rap performance by a duo or group at the 36th grammy awards and also in 2021 they were ranked at number as like 142 i think in the best top the best 200 rap song this song was ranked at number 142 calling it the pinnacle of jazz rap
2: but my question is, mm-hmm. what happened to them? Again, I'm asking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, they're still together because I I think it was, I know it was during the pandemic. I saw them like like the pandemic era. They were, I guess, touring and talking about new music or whatever. What made them fall off for this long period of time? I'm not really sure. I know one of them became like an actor or something, wasn't he? One of the members, wasn't oh. he like?
2: I don't remember I, seeing uh, him in
1: the <laughs> I remember, um, was it Butterfly? Butterfly is a, the woman. No, no, Ladybug is Mecca. Uh, Mariana, Ladybug. Doodlebug, Craig Irving. I think it was Ishmael Butterfly, Butler. I don't know. I get it mixed mm-hmm. up. But I uh, never knew. I know Butler's tied to Coco. I think yeah, got, they have a child together. They have a child together. I think they're still doing their thing.
2: Well, they I definitely will love more music from them. We see, want bu- more dickable. <laughs> and I believe they were at the Rock the Bells Festival also.
1: Mm, okay. Well, so, I, I do know this. Uh, Butler released Bright Black under the moniker <laughs> Cherry Wine in 2003 before going on to collaborate with multi-instrumentalist Tende Baba Marea mm-hmm. as uh, as a group Shabazz Palaces. And they've released several albums under that moniker. Irving, also known as Sea Knowledge, released two albums under the name Sea Knowledge and the Cosmic Funk Orchestra. And Vieira, also known as Lady Mecca, released Trip the Light Fantastic in 2005. And she's continued to collaborate regularly with other musicians, notably Legacy, uh, Sonny's um, *Billy Holiday Remixed and Reimagined album, Delta the Funky, Homo Sapiens' 11th Hour album, and the hip-hop supergroup EMC she was a part of too so they've kept busy but as a collective we want more from them
2: absolutely well oh, next yeah. up is brand newbie and one of my favorites slow mm. down i see a time
0: before you're not original just a sick mixed up individual giving up the crop for a fresh gold watch marking off the good you get going up and up or not are ways in I like those of a savage If the price is right, then anyone can it. Even Monty Hall can have himself a ball if his assets are in order What's really scary is just somebody's daughter So don't come around, trying to make a profit At the expense of another man, stop it Cause you see, you're the freak show of the town And what I think you ought to do is
2: Absolutely, Mm. Slow Down is sung by one of my favorites, Brand Nubian The song was recorded in 1990 and Mm -hmm. was released as a single on their 1990 debut album, One For All Slow Down was later featured on the band's compilation album, The Very Best of Brand Nubian The song notably samples the guitar riff and part of the chorus from What I Am by Edie Brickell Oh, yes Love that song
1: And the new Bohemians
2: And the New Bohemians. And the song also samples Let's Take It to the Stage by Funkadelic, as well as Cool It, Here Come the Fuzz, and N.T. by Cool in the Gang. So, yes, 1990. Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, brand new Bean helped usher in that era of just people thinking outside of the box when it comes to the the music. That they used to sample, you know, they go hand in hand with Daylight Soul and mm. Tribe Called Quest. You know, they thought outside of the box. Who would have thought Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians to use absolutely. that? Absolutely,
2: exactly. But it that, it worked perfectly. And that it, song it just,
1: was just released right before they like well it came out, like eighty nine, I think. And then mm-hmm. you know, they go sampling it. Yeah,
2: absolutely. But another group that I need to see more of cuz I used to love them and mm. I love their knowledge of self type of vibe so mm-hmm. and and like you said this is what we're needing now oh my gosh
1: <laughs> yeah we need, get, we need to get back to the basics of educating and just
2: educating
1: lifting people through the music right lifting now in our community yeah we're just we're just stuck in this whole get money and papa coochie phase we've been of, stuck
2: in that phase for yeah. about 20 years i'm over it <laughs> yeah
1: I, I need that feeling back like i said before i need that feeling back i don't have it right now
2: <laughs> <laughs> i feel you I absolutely fail you All
1: but right. Another
2: mm-hmm. one by Brand Nubians I was lucky enough to get two of them on here Yes you did yes. <laughs> Pucks <laughs> jump up To get beat down Yes <laughs> Black body is the age of 20
1: I could write a rhyme, rip it up and write the next one right on the spot, sign my name with a dot Diamond, D, threw me some smoothness Rocks, proud more. suck up your whack jam Everybody hit the floor Okay, it's you, swim the hard rock Back do wanna kneel to the brothers You must be holding, But some this in his chest Now his whole body swollen Why did I have to do it? He asked for it His man saw it So it don't mean this sh- to me He's gone That's how it's supposed to be Check it out now I ain't going out Man, That short dish said. Have you heard what I said? If not, ask the dread He got a cannon that's bad Similar to the one that I got from my old dad what you about to get beat down
3: to get
2: down. Yes, another one by Brand Nubian. Punks jump up to get. Beat Down, included <laughs> on their 1993 album, In God We Trust. The song was later included on their 2001 Greatest Hits compilation, The Very Best of Brand Nubian. The song samples Gone to Fly Now by Bill Conti and It's Your Thing by Lou Donaldson. The single charted on the Billboard Hot 100 at number 70, 77 and contains samples. As said before by It's Your Thing, Lou Donaldson, Bill Conti, and What Can You Bring Me by Charles Wright and the mm-hmm. Watts 103rd Street Rhythm Band. Yeah, this is a good one when you're about to beat somebody else. <laughs> yeah, it's good,
1: but you know, yeah, uh, <laughs> Kim, what you know about that? What you know about <laughs> but, um The right to remain silent. Ooh, <laughs> We have to have a talk. We have to have a talk about that one. But so I'll just say this this album, In God We Trust, that's where this this song came from. I think it showed a, a pivot for Grand Poopa and, and the group. They just seemed very militant with what they were putting out. And I think that kind of isolated them you know from an audience or whatever, especially with this song because though it's catchy and you know it's motivating to, you know, exert that energy, it is a homophobic song. So I I, mm-hmm. I can't really get behind it too too heavily because of the content. There's a couple other songs on that album that's that's that way. But, but... Well,
2: that's why when they actually put it on their very best of brand Nubian, they actually had to change the lyrics mm-hmm. on actually that song in order to for it to be included,
1: yeah, and, you know, and though I I feel a certain kind of way about it, I still say keep the lyrics the way they are. I mean, that's how you originally flowed. That's just like someone censoring a, a rap song in general. It's it's what you it's the art that you put out there. Now, what have you done since then? How have you grown from that? You know, mm. showcase that. But I don't believe in that whole censoring and just just for the sake of the audience or whatever. Leave it for what it was, but have a discussion about it. Yes, have
2: a discussion. Effective communication. I like that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good choice, though. Great choice. Brand newbie and all, you know, Grand Poopa is like one of those MCs that I think. Yes. Another um, one. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. We've been saying that a lot today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
2: All right, next up, it's Lords of the Underground. Mm. Chief Rocker. I'm the
0: Chief Rocker, so I guess I am in charge. I freak it with the twist, so you're booming in your cars. I'm the one with the flow and the grip like G.I. Joe. I snatch, I grab, and then I grab the Joe. See, if I was an Indian, I'd still be the Chief. The only other difference, I smoke weed and a leaf. To the hip, the hop, to the hippie, to the the hip hop. Oh no, I don't want to go pop. I got too much soul, rhythm and blues, R and B. You see, all that's cool, but hip hop and rap. Yeah, that's where my heart's at. Even back when I used to break on a block. Backspin for backspin, even while I'm rapping before I had a record, I always kept and clapping, freestyling on the block. Now I chief rock, I always entertain by digging in my clocks, my brain. So if it's gonna rain, let it rain. I spoke you with the hit, make you just like of Pain, Bogaloo, Bogaloo, Shake and jump and remember, remember Chief Rock, I won't strike. on,
1: chief, number one, one, chief Rock Get one. Thank you, thank you. I don't think we could ever have a list. Or a mixtape without a song from Lords of the Underground because they they held it down, they represented the underground, literally. I mean, they, uh-huh. they personified that sound, that energy. And Chief Rocker is definitely a testament to that. And it's the third single release from their debut album, Here Comes the Lords. And the song was produced and featured Scratches by K Def. And with K Def and Marley Marl mixing it all together. And it became the group's most successful single and has become their signature song. It peaked at number fifty-five on the Hot on the Billboard Hot 100, and it's the group's highest appearance on that chart. And went to number one on the Hot Rap Singles. And the song has been sampled several times, including by the likes of Notorious B.I.G. on the Machine Gun Funk song uh-huh. and Kanye West's Guilt Trip a song from his Yeezus, Yeezus album. So, yeah. What do you have to say about this one, Kimmy?
2: We cannot forget Lords of the Underground. I mean, like like we said before, that's the whole reason why we started this podcast mm-hmm. and radio show, <laughs> because we want to make sure that these artists continue to be highlighted and give them their props, give them their flowers. And we need to let the world know about groups like Lord of- Lords of the Underground and make sure that their music stays alive. Love it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yes. And they're still doing their thing. I think the last single that they had out, was it like in 2020? Recently? Mm. Insomniac, I think it was called. And they had a, a, there's a video. What's up? I think they're still doing their thing, putting out some great music. Big shouts to Lord's Up Lords of the Underground.
2: So everyone should go check it out. See mm-hmm. what they did put out in 2020 and give our support.
1: Yes, indeed.
2: Next up, Arrested Development, Tennessee.
1: Tennessee?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Lord, allow me to drink some more. He said, What well, I
3: am searching for are the answers to all which are in front of me. The ultimate truth started to get blurry. For some strange reason, it had to be it was all a dream. About Tennessee, take me to a
1: <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Dionne Ferris. That's another conversation. Oh, gosh. Go ahead. Go ahead. This whole
1: of <laughs> Development Collective, that was just something just phenomenal. Man, man. Out of ATL, out of Georgia. Yeah. Tennessee is a song by American hip-hop group Arrested Development and was released in March of 1992 as the first single from their debut album, Three Years, Five Months, and Two Days in the Life of. And that title, I think, represents their journey to get the album released. I think that's where that title comes from. Um, (laughs) The song contains a sample of Prince's 1988 hit single, Alphabet Street. Which they did not well, get. I uh,
2: didn't even realize that. Yes. It.
1: And we're gonna talk a little bit more about that because mm, it gets a little juicy. <laughs> so the <laughs> all right so it picked peaked at number six on the billboard Hot 100 number 34 on the dance club charts 16 in the dance single sales number one on the hot r b and hip hop songs chart as well as number one on the hot rap songs chart so this song was everywhere and they also earned them uh, a Grammy award for was it the best rap performance by a duo in 1993. Now, I mentioned that it used a sample of Princess Alphabet Street. So that sample was not cleared ahead of time.
2: Oh, he know he got them Yeah, so Princess Laura waited
1: until after the song sold well and then charged a group hundred thousand dollars for the use of a said sample and speech later said that he felt prince gave him a break by demanding a single payment instead of co-writing credit on the song which would have enti- entitled prince to share of all of the royalties in the future so
2: because a great example of that mm-hmm. is when puffy used stings every breath you take for that memorial song Mm -hmm. for Biggie. He's He's still still paying paying on (laughs) that junk to this day. So Speech is absolutely right. Prince was actually being really nice to you.
1: Yeah. And Speech (laughs) also mentioned that the background of the song, it was inspired uh, after meeting up with his brother at his grandmother's funeral in Tennessee. And shortly after, his brother died suddenly from a bad asthma attack. And so he wrote the song about the experience of losing two loved ones so close together
2: wow yeah but i used to have the biggest crush on speech that whole album i used to play it back to back to back and people don't talk about how arrested development their whole collective like you said was it was kind of like reminiscent of like Mm -hmm. wu-tang but still only speech was the only one that that was was rapping for real but it had many different talents In the collective, yeah, the artist, the dancer,
1: yeah, Dion Ferris. I would say them, Goodie Mob, Wu Tang. What else? The Roots Mm -hmm. could probably all sit, you know, stand in the same room as far as what they presented within their artistry because there's just so many different elements that are involved.
2: Yes, very good information, Brian.
1: You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we, we, well, look, we aim to educate and expose and all that good stuff.
2: Absolutely. Now, next up, one of my favorite MCs, female MCs, Missy freaking Miss Demeter mm. Elliott. Say it again.
1: Say it again. Missy,
2: Mr. Demeter Elliott <laughs> <laughs> with the rain. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep. Who got the keys to the
3: Jeep? I'm driving
2: to the beach. Top down, loud sound, see my piece. Give them pounds now, look who it be. It be me, 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 and Timothy. Look like it's about rain, what a shame. I got the armor or the shine up the same. Old see, try to maintain. I can't stand the rain.
3: I can't stand her.
2: Guess my window. I I can't stand her.
3: Guess my window. I can't
2: stand Mm. her. I'm so glad they're starting to give her her props because she is a force to be reckoned with.
1: Now, above the and Rain
2: Super Duper Fly is a debut solo single by American rapper Missy Missamina Elliott it was written and composed By Don Bryant Bernard, Bernie Miller, Elliott, and, and producer Timberland, of course, mm. for her debut album, Super Duper Fly, in 1997. and contains a sample of Ann Peebles' 1973 single, I Can't Stand the Rain, who you can hear singing the, um, mm-hmm. in the chorus. Now, I'd be remiss if I did not include a Missy Miss Samina song for my girls. Once they hear this, they're going to remember the time. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Missy Elliott, Lick Shots. Hey, hey yo, Timberland. Hey, hey. See, what they don't understand hey, is we hey. about to flip our whole style hey, on them for two double zero hey, one. one. Hey. And for those of you who hated, it, hey. you only made us more creative. Hey,
1: <laughs> Mr. Mina, uh.
2: You don't want to speak my name. Mess around, get that <laughs> thrown blown away. Bra. Food gone away, I ain't never like you tell anyway Missy got something to say, I ride down the block in an Escalade. Bling bling all in your face, I think you might need to put on your shades <sighs> I know you feel me though, you're hating on me but you hear me though 20 inch rim sitting crazy low <sighs> I'ma keep the party live, me and my land gon' flip it tonight Keep your hands in the sky, Waving around like you crazy high huh. Time to make shots. Time to see dance.
3: hey, you while you fuck. Hey, Time to make
1: shots. Time to see dance. hey, you while you fucking. Hey, now, why are you going to do that? Why are you going to do that?
2: What? what? You're going to set it off like that. Come what? on now. That was my joy, <laughs> man. And again, mm. I had the right to remain silent, but my mm-hmm. girls know this song anyway <laughs> what
1: <laughs> let me find out
2: yeah let but me find let me find out what's from the missy elliott so addictive album from 2001 my favorite album i know it from beginning to end all your favorites are on that album get your freak on hmm and mm. one minute, two minute man, man. Every, look,
1: look, look. Every Missy album is a movement, is a, an event. It's it's, it's up there with Janet albums, you know? Yes, <laughs> it's yes. Always, it's, it's, it's an event because yes. you know you're going to be taken on a journey. You look forward to what video treatment she's going to deliver. Missy takes you
2: on a yeah. journey. That's exactly how, yeah. how it is. Yeah. People don't do that anymore with their albums.
1: They sure don't. They don't. They don't. I missed the whole concept of having an album and maybe a theme, concept of yeah. Mm-hmm. Now when the,
2: with little little side things in the in between, little, yeah. little conversations and little I mean yeah yeah.
1: And just to get back to the rain, you know, I was so excited and happy when that single dropped because Missy had been grinding like she was featuring on That's featuring the, on so many people leading up to oh that. Oh my and,
2: goodness! And so I it mean, was. It was so great She was great on to everybody's see- album. Yeah, that's that's how much of how.
3: she was. <laughs> she was
2: on everybody's album, but didn't have an album of her own. So when right. she finally came out with her album, everybody was like, "Finally!" And,
1: and she was, was like, "I don't was- just I don't just rap; I sing." You know, even mm-hmm. though I do remember her, you know, the sister group, I, I I do remember that. And I was like, "Oh, I was looking forward for more from Sister because they they had that original video, and then they did the remix." but But, but you uh,
2: know how it is mm -hmm, in the industry mm -hmm. she was the main singer i believe in that group so you know they want a certain look yeah but even in the hip-hop industry even though she may not have had a certain look her vibe and her her lyricism everything just took over and the fact that everyone had her on their album you had to get her album you and she didn't take her herself she
1: was so comical and didn't take herself seriously and she just mm-hmm. played up on her image which you know was not a bad image the, you know she' just but she played it up and just drew everyone in welcomed everyone into her universe I'll just say that for how she did it because she thought outside of the box yes, uh, from did. the start like when it came to her own artistry, even when she started working with other people you wouldn't even i mean when she was working with other people producing their stuff you wouldn't know it was her because it was just so to the left of what her artistry was presenting which mm. just made her even more intriguing to me
2: absolutely so, so
1: missy would always get a
2: And not only as an artist, as a producer, too. Do you know how many people she has produced? One of my favorite ones that she produced was Tweet. Tweet's album, Mm -hmm. Southern Heaven Bird, oh, my God.
1: Which is so misleading from the singles that were released. You would think this like, this banging, banging, banging. I mean, it was a banging album, per se, with the great music. But, you know, Oops Oh My and Call Mm -hmm. Me, those songs were the only up-tempo. Well, there were some other up-tempos, but there was only, like, the... What we consider like those hip hop type of R and B bangers because the rest are just so laid back and smooth and and groovy.
2: Absolutely. And
1: so yeah. Kim, so, you delivered pro- deliver with this one. Both both Thank you. songs. Thank Lick you. shocks. Thank Lick you. shots. It's one of my favorite songs. So man, man. No wrong. Uh, no wrong. uh
2: man, that was my song. Anyway, next up. <laughs> Bahamadia. Mm, Bahamadia. The youngsters be making cruise pop The bomb beers got the true sound in hip hop Man, call Lux flipping on the boombox Bad props The ruggedness Lyrical terrorists Funky rhyming like E B. Nation with the next news of being jazz fresh. Easing back and let the hitcher. Rubble Town mixture. Murder with the hypnotic blue girl. Back to back. Get up on the scratch. Battlestar Galactic. Cosmic abstract. The first out the limo was the D and Charlie Mack. Westfield represent KD. Where's it at? Cause we not taking no shorts no more. You, you, to the rebels of paying and dice roar. <laughs>
1: You hear the influences, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> or how she influenced. All right, so you know how we do is a song co written by Ski Beats and performed by American hip hop musician, rapper Bahamadia, issued as a second single from her debut studio album, Collage. In 1996, the song peaked at number 17 on the Billboard rap chart, number 15 on the dance chart, and number 15 on the hot R&B, I mean, 50, I'm sorry, number 53 on the hot R&B, hip-hop, singles, and tracks chart from Billboard. Uh, I'm mad at
2: myself. Huh? I need to get me some more Bahamadia. Because that was
1: totally my vibe. Yes. Yeah, Bahamidea has no one to sleep on. You know, mm-hmm. and this song, you know how we do contains a sample of the chase part two by A Tribe Called Quest mm-hmm. and Gucci Time by Schoolie D. And since this song has been released, it has been sampled by who? You heard that hook? Um, what's
2: your child name? True.
1: <laughs> Crushed on you, Lil' Kim.
2: That's what I thought. I was about to say yep. a Biggie.
1: Yep, trust was sampled and crushed well, on I you. I thought but... this was
2: after that, but Mm-mm. it was before that.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. But
2: the vibe was is transcendent. It it sounds like something from closer to now.
1: Yeah, and th- you know, and it's close proximity to Lil Kim's release, but her album, her release didn't come out until like what late '96, early '97 time timeframe. Well, that's when the single came over. her. I think the album dropped like in the fall of '96. And this song was actually recorded in 94 and released in
2: 95. Definitely need to brush up on my, I'm mad at myself that I actually saw her on the Ladies of Hip Hop um, Mm. documentary. And I was kept saying to myself, where do I know her from? Because I could not remember her music, but I will be peeping her out
1: yeah her last release to date is good rap music which is an excellent excellent album that was released in 2005 so we definitely have to get you exposed to more Dia.
2: exactly to... see marcus there are some songs that even i have to be <laughs> educated on See, there, marcus? yeah
1: see that's why we wanted marcus <laughs> here but you know unfortunately marcus those who are wondering where's, where's marcus he had to step out he had to step out he'll be back but he'll be back. He'll be back. But yeah, this is like one of those songs I was, I definitely wanted to hear his, his uh, viewpoint because I knew uh, he would have an interesting perspective. And I wanted to poke fun if he has never heard the song before. <laughs> yes,
2: Marcus. We'll get him. We'll get
1: him. We'll get him.
2: But we are at our last song. Already? Yes, we did good. <laughs> Woo-hoo. We kicked that. Not- win this without Kwame mm. another one who does not get his props only mm. you was our song and here it goes. Mm, mm, mm.
0: it don't take a genius to know I care for you love cherish respect can always be there for you why not it's quite simple a love affair like this I can truly get my heart into haven't you cause you're my morning flower for you I give my fortune fame and power no I'm not kidding but shouldn't we just enjoy this and take it as it is you do so do I, that you see that you apple in my sleepy eyes My dear, I must confess That I'm your love slave and you're my empress I love you like a wife, mother, sister or daughter Wash up your every move, even
3: drink your water. I'm not playing, it's true And my love is for only you to be
1: Mm. the song that was the club (laughs) banger club banger 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 oh my gosh this song right her Mm -hmm. was the everything that was the party starter 1990 that was that was just i can't i can't even articulate it (laughs) I can't even, the only thing can I can uh, think,
2: but we played the mess out of this song. It's yeah, just the, the box used to play played it all the time, and it every was 15 just 15 minutes on the
1: box. <laughs> you remember the box network every 15 mm-hmm, minutes? I it remember. Was, mm. So the only thing specific I will say about this song in general was that it was released in 1990, and it peaked at number three on a Hot. U.S. hot rap charts, as well as the hot R&B charts, number 33 on that chart. And it, came, it comes from his second release, his second album, A Day in the Life, A, a Polkadalic Adventure. Mm-hmm. So, one thing about Kwame, he's fashion forward, because he ushered in the he polka was dot.
2: always fashion forward, and that, he, was he the first one that had the Gumby with the color?
1: The Gumby with the color, mm-hmm. then the polka dots, everybody, you know, I know I had a polka dot tie, I had a polka dot shirt, you know, I did the rayon, and that whole look with the rayon shirts and the baggy Mm -hmm. pants and the overalls, he was fashion forward with everything, and he continues to, to do his thing, but under a different, oh, one thing that you didn't know, you may not have known, he's the cousin of Vin Diesel.
2: Vin Diesel ain't
1: yep. saying nothing about it. So. <laughs> yeah he's because Vin Diesel used to used to dance in his earlier in his early music videos mm, by the way with
2: his afro anyway <laughs> 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 but yeah but Kwame's producing now right
1: yep he's a record producer he's produced like Missy stuff for Missy Keisha Cole Mary J Blige L.O. Cool J Christina Aquilera Eminem Lloyd banks will smith
2: but that was a smart thing to do him and like q-tip q-tip and him have produced a lot of people once the industry changed and they weren't really checking for their type of hip-hop they -hmm. just started producing which is smart
1: yeah he's even behind tweets single turn the lights off
2: get out yeah so i never knew
1: yeah kwame keeps it moving he's still doing his thing
2: So absolutely. So shout out to Kwame and all the artists that we've included in our 50th anniversary hip hop series. Um, Will there be a number four? Because there are some that we've
1: we still have. We we still have some ground to cover, but we're gonna we're gonna keep this vibe going forward. Not just because it's a 50th anniversary, but beyond that. So I think annually or however frequently we decide to do it, we will be talking more hip-hop but we're definitely celebrating 50 years still
2: because hip-hop is the culture that everyone is trying to emulate so we have to talk about it
1: we are hip-hop we grew I mean I'm this a hip-hop like, baby
2: yeah literally literally
1: <laughs> look I came one year before it
2: <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not so we're gonna it or talk not. about hip-hop hip-hop is yeah. love. It's still within me I couldn't
1: imagine hip-hop. life without it Honestly. Me neither.
2: Me neither. I'm still bumping it to this day with my gray hair. Thank <laughs> you for those.
1: Thank you for everyone that was instrumental in bringing hip hop forward, who had that vision and just kept at it, and those who are who are in the craft now and then and still doing it now, and those who are starting out in it. You know, do your work. Do put in the work.
2: Do your work and and bring about the positive hip hop back please talk about something not, talk about something tell us stories not just stories about your poo nanny please mm-hmm.
1: everybody's <laughs> every woman's got one exactly uh,
2: i'm over it
1: every guy's got <laughs> yes us.
2: Us. help
1: bring that feeling back to me because right now A-
2: exactly got, we want that vibe again we want that feeling
1: i can't latch on to anybody right now i have to I have to dig into those tried and choose and some some people who are you know have not black milk definitely get into him who else odyssey those artists you know what other females artists do you like?
2: Oh my gosh, what is her name? Was it savage? what is her name? I can't think right now I'm sorry, but there are many different artists out there that we need to be supporting that aren't talking about their punani. Mm-hmm. they're talking about they're doing things in the community they're trying to educate you on things that we were not educated on on purpose so start searching you're gonna have to search for it because the industry is not going to give it to you <laughs>
1: right speaking so, of rap have you checked out the new show rap ish no well I'm, i can't say the word but you know
2: oh 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 gotcha <laughs> i have not because Issa does it i know yes to. Because, I started watching that this week because I've been re watching Insecure and mm. I'm at the end. So I think I will start watching that because I uh, missed me some Insecure. That was my show. Mm. So I- I'm definitely going to check it out.
1: All right. Well, before we close out, we would be remiss if we did not express our condolences to the family, loved ones, fans of Irish Grinstead, who is a member of R&B Group 702 who did recently pass away at the age of 43 after a long help battle with her with an illness. So big shouts to 702. One of my favorite groups. I love their artistry. I love the sisters. Mm -hmm. I love Misha. All of them, all of them brought something to the table that really, really, I think it's worth talking about. You know, Missy Elliott was part of, you know, had her hands in heavily in and their artistry and their development. So we have to pause and recognize that. It
2: hurts my heart when we hear about many of our artists that are younger than us leaving Mm -hmm. this earth. So we definitely give our condolences, prayers, and blessings to her family, fans, and all those who loved her. And
1: Blessings and and honor to to her and her legacy.
2: Absolutely. Rest in power. Rest in power. But with that said... Uh, On behalf of Marcus, myself, and Byron B. Note Brown, that is the end of this episode. Great job, everybody. (laughs) Yes.
1: Thank you all for riding along and more to come. Keep it light. That's
2: right. And be good, good, good family. And we will see you next time.
3: Peace.
2: Peace.